Come on, let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are great and mighty, dear God. Lord, there is none other like you, Jesus. Oh, God, we've come to magnify you. We've come to fill after your presence, oh, God. We've come to seek your face with all of our hearts. Mine and souls, dear God, let your spirit, Jesus, move in this place, dear God. Fall upon all your people here tonight. Oh, God, deliver Jesus. Break down walls. Break strongholds in the Holy Ghost tonight, dear Father. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Numbers. Book of Numbers, chapter 25. Beginning at, beginning at verse 3. And Israel joined himself unto Baal Peor. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take all the heads of the people and hang them up before the Lord against the sun, that the fierce anger of the Lord may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said unto the judges of Israel, Slay ye every one his men that were joined unto Baal Peor. And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianish woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And when Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from amongst the congregation and took a javelin in his hand. And he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through. The man of Israel and the woman through her belly so the plague was stayed from the children of Israel. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about taking care of spiritual business. Taking care of spiritual business. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. In this account, you read about something that is tragically taking place in the in God's people, how the Bible tells us how that they have, they joined themselves to Baal, Peor. And because of this, God was wroth with Israel. He was angry. And now, because of this, there are consequences to pay because of joining themselves with the, the alliance of Baal, Peor. And you'll read how God gave Moses instructions on what to do, how to take care of this situation. And as you read it further along, you find out that a man came in, and a man of Israel, and he came in with a Midianish woman, and he gave it to one of his, gave her to one of his brethren. And the Bible tells us that 
because of this, what was happening, the people was weeping. This was a, a pretty bad time in Israel during this time. And you will read about a young man by the name of Phineas that saw this take place and something got a hold of him that he realized something has to be done. Something has to be done. We can't let this continue to go on. We can't let this happen because God is angry because of this. God is, his, his anger is against us. And it's not a good thing. And you'll find out that this young man, he took a javelin. And the Bible says that he followed the man of Israel, the man, the man and the woman. He, the Bible says that he thrust them through. And because of this, the plague or the curse stopped. It's important tonight that we know how important it is that we have to take care of spiritual business. How important it is that it's not an option. It's not something that if we get around to it, we'll do it. But it's something that we have to do and we have to take care of. More important than anything you can possibly be involved in. There are people that they spend time being engaged in the things of this world and life, living this life and, you know, taking care of family issues and things of this nature. And that's fine and that's good and well. But you can never allow the things, the temporary, the things of this world to cause you to forget that there is something more important than this world. There is such a thing as taking care of spiritual things on a day-to-day -day basis that cannot go unchecked. It cannot go um, neglected. It has to be taken care of. It, 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 de it depends on whether we receive God's blessings, whether we receive God's favor, whether we take care of this or not. You find out that a plague broke out amongst God's people because of the things that they was doing. And there was a young man that was determined that we're not going to continue to live this way. We're not going to continue to allow this thing to just break out like this any longer. But we're going to take care of this because we need this thing to pass away. And we need God's promises. We need his blessings or there is no hope for us. Somebody needs to understand tonight that we need the promises. Our children need God's, God's favor. He, we need God's blessings. We need God to look down upon us and smile upon us. And in order for that to happen, we're going to have to take care of some things that might not feel good to the flesh. But guess what? It got to be taken care of if we're going to get God's blessings. If it's going to come to pass in our life. You can be seated tonight. This young man was determined. He wasn't a, and you have to think the, how arrogant it was for this young man to bring this woman in the midst of the congregation, knowing that it was an abomination, knowing that it wasn't right in the eyes of the Lord. And he just brought this woman, you know, in there, in, in the midst of the congregation as if there was no, nothing wrong with it, as if everything's okay. You know, there are spirits that will come and will try to come in the midst of the congregation and stay there and just find a home. But I want to 
I, I, want to, I want someone to know tonight that you can't allow an unclean spirit to dwell around you, to dwell around your family, or even to dwell in the house of the Lord amongst God's people. Because you'll find out that if that spirit gets loose, that it's going to stop the move of the Holy Ghost from happening in this place tonight. Come on, somebody. you got to make it up in your mind that I'm going to take care of an unclean spirit. I'm not going to let it rub up against me. I'm not going to hang out with it. I'm not going to fellowship with it. But I'm going to put it to the sword. I'm going to line it up with the word of God. And if it doesn't line up, I'm doing away with it. I got to have God's promises. I got to have his blessings. I got to have God's promise in my life. You can be seated tonight. You'll find out that there are spirits that will that will try to attach itself to you and try to cause you to just go with the flow and go through the motions. And um, I'm determined that I'm not going to allow that to happen in my life. I'm not going to allow an unclean spirit. I'm not going to allow the ungodly. I'm not going to join myself with the ungodly because the bible tells us what light have um what fellowship have light with darkness in other words i don't want to have any fellowship with anything or anyone that doesn't have the mind of god that is not seeking after the things of God. That is not pursuing after the things of God. Why? Because I don't want a plague. I don't want a curse to be on my life. I want God's blessings to come to pass in my life. I want his promises to come to pass in my family's life. You can be seated tonight. Young people, don't get mad. Don't uh, become bitter. Don't become um, don't become rebellious when you have a youth leader or maybe a leader a leadership tell you that that spirit that is on you is not of God. Don't you get angry? Don't you pout about it? Don't you kick against it? You be thankful that there is somebody that is willing to do whatever it takes to make sure that God's promises come to pass to your life. Parents, don't you get mad when the man of God preaches the word of God and he comes to try to address an unclean spirit. All he's trying to do is destroy, keep the, the plague to stop, to keep that curse from destroying you and from destroying your children. My God, I'm thankful for the word of God tonight because it's true. It's real tonight. I'm thankful. You can be seated tonight. I'm thankful when a person, somebody told me that that spirit that is on you is not a good one. And you need to find a prayer room. You need to get it in check. Found out when I humbled myself, some good things begin to happen. Some good things begin to come to pass in my life. The word of God is true tonight. It's true tonight. And it's important that we take care a spiritual business more than ever. You know, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be caught up with the things of this world. And it is so easy to get caught up and wrapped up.
with the things of this world. I want to get involved with the kingdom of God, and I want to understand that I got to take care of spiritual business. It's the most important thing that you will ever be involved in. Listen, when you teach a Bible study, that's not just you wasting time. You're taking care of spiritual business as you are com- combating against the enemy. You're fighting for somebody's soul. You're fighting for the soul of a young person. You're fighting for the soul Oh, come on, somebody. Every time you get up and you make an effort to go out and reach the lost, you are engaging in spiritual warfare. Don't take it lightly. It's what it's all about. It's what we're supposed to be a part of. It's what we're supposed to be engaged in. You can be seated tonight. You'll read in the Bible where there were those that Left undone things. Left things undone. Things that were supposed to be taken care of according to the word of God. And they left it undone. And you'll find out that because of that, that those that came behind them ended up suffering and paying for it. You'll read in the word of God in the book of Judges where the Bible tells us that there was a generation that grew up, and they knew not the Lord. They knew not the ways of the Lord. And the Bible says God had told them to destroy all the nations. They thought it was a good idea that we join league with some of the nations and that we make an alliance with these people. At a time when they were strong, they thought that they could handle the other nations because they weren't so, so so strong. But you'll find out that those nations didn't remain small, but they grew and they grew and they grew and they turned around and they enslaved them once again. Listen, when it's time for me to put something to the sword, I don't want to make it like it's not a big deal because it is a big deal. And the truth is, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I got to do away with with it. If God said get rid of it, it's time to get rid of it. If God said throw it out, it's time to throw it out because you can't handle it. Oh, I'm talking about I want to get rid of it all. If it's world and music, I'm getting rid of it. If it's the television, I'm throwing it out the window. Whatever it is, I'm separating myself from it. I'm going to get God's blessings. It's going to come to pass in my life. Whatever it is, you can be seated. You'll find out that those things will turn around and they'll entangle you once again. The Bible tells us not to be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Listen, God set me free. I want to stay free. God delivered me. I want to stay delivered. You know, I found out I found something out that when you begin to fill your mind with and spend your time on the things of this world and whatever you want to call it, whatever it is, whether it's Hollywood, whatever, you name it. And when you come into the house of the Lord after you have spent time, after you have viewed that stuff, after you have listened, it's so hard for you to feel the presence of the Lord. 
It is so hard for you to get filled with God's presence, God's spirit. It's so hard to lift up your hands. It's so hard to open up your mouth. What happened? All of the garbage has you weighted down. But I've also found out that when I separate myself from that stuff, it's not a struggle for me to lift up my hands. It's not a struggle for me to open up my mouth. It's not a struggle for me to be renewed with the Holy Ghost. It's not a struggle for me to lift for leap for joy. It's not a struggle to run an aisle. It's not a struggle to feel God's presence. That's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. You can be seated tonight. I'm talking about taking care of spiritual business tonight. Every time I get up, every time we get up in the morning, it's time to take care of spiritual business. It's time to find a place to pray and seek the face of God. Some people look at it as it's meaningless, it doesn't amount to anything, but I found out that it does amount to a lot. It's not meaningless, I'm not wasting my time, but I'm taking care of that which is important. I'm taking care of what will last and what will remain forever, and that is the spiritual. Now a lot of people don't know it, and they don't re recognize it, but we are in a battle. We are in a battle. And the battle that I'm talking about, it's not a physical one. It's not a carnal one. But it's a spiritual battle that we're involved in. You'll find out that the scripture tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That means that the battle that we're involved in, it's not a physical one. But it's a spiritual but you'll find out that some people will get that turned backwards. And they'll think that we're involved in a physical battle. They'll think that the weapons of our warfare are carnal. As they begin to um, get involved in things that don't matter. Things that will not amount to anything. Petty things. Petty differences. And they will begin to... Um, fight against one another and not realizing that your brother or your sister is not your adversary. Amen? Your leadership is not your adversary tonight. Amen? The Bible tells us who our adversary is. The Bible tells us the devil, our adversary. The Bible tells us that he is a, as a roaring lion and that he walks to and fro seeking whom he may devour. Listen, when you get into a fight and an argument with your brother or your sister, I want you to know that you're aiming at the wrong one. And guess what? You're missing the mark. You're aiming at the wrong one. It's like you're beating the air. It doesn't amount to anything. It's meaningless because you're fighting the wrong one. I want to make the hit the mark tonight. And the mark is the enemy. That's who I'm fighting against. That's who I'm battling against. It ain't my brother. It ain't my sister. Come on. The devil would love for you to get into a petty disagreement. The devil would love for you to spin your wheels and waste time on things that don't matter. And all the while, you're neglecting the real thing, the real battle. You can be seated tonight. The Word of God tells us that God called Saul at a time where he was 
in his own eyes, he wasn't that great, and God called him to be king of Israel. And God began to use him as he was in line with God's word. You'll find out that Saul, as time progressed, he began to think that he was something great and something big. The Bible tells us that he began to disobey God's word and not listen completely to Samuel and the instructions that Samuel gave him. Samuel gave him instructions and told him to destroy the Amalekites. Get rid of them. Everything. Destroy it. But the Bible tells us that he did. He brought back cattle. Not only that, he brought back the king. And in Saul's eyes, this is how you know a true backslider. Someone that has transgressed God's word. In his eyes, he was doing the work of the Lord. In his eyes, he did it. Everything was okay. Well, no problem. What's the big deal? And it was clear that he disobeyed God's word. You'll find out that the Bible says that he allowed Agag to live, and Samuel ended up having to kill Agag. But somewhere down the line, Saul, not only did he allow Agag to live, but he allowed some of his descendants to live. Because you'll find out that if he would have took care of spiritual business, he would have took care of it the way that the Lord said, that you would, we wouldn't even have a book of Esther to read about. Because you find out that there's a man by the name of Haman that he rises up and now he's threatening God's people. And you'll find out that he was a descendant of Agag. Somewhere down the line, Saul left some things undone. Listen, I don't want to leave anything undone in my life. Because it's not just about me tonight. But there are those that are coming up after me. And you know what? I don't want to leave anything undone that's going to cause them to stumble later. That's going to cause them to be put into slavery later. That is going to cause them to be threatened, their walk with God to be threatened later. I want to take care of spiritual business right now. I don't care how insignificant you think it is. If God say do away with it, then you do away with it. You get in line with God's word. It's about Come on, somebody, it's about taking care of spiritual business tonight. You can be seated. Because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If we're not engaged, if we're not involved in the battle, if we're not engaged with what's going on and what's taking place, that's something that's going to happen. The Bible tells us that David, Mighty man of God, used of God. Time came, the Bible says there was a time where the kings would go out into battle. David decided to stay back and to stay home. And you'll find out that David fell into a terrible sin. And to cover up that sin, he committed another sin. 
And all because he decided to lay out of the battle. When you, I've always heard for so many years, and when I was a young person, I didn't know what it meant, but now I know completely what it means. And the saying was, an idle mind is the devil's playground. It's the devil's playground. When you're idle and when you're not involved in something, when you're not engaged, more importantly, when you're not engaged with the things of God, you are uh, vulnerable to the devil. You're vulnerable to his tricks and to his, his schemes. And the devil will. You're not powerful enough. I'm not powerful enough to overcome the devil. That's why it's important that we got to be involved in the battle. We got to be engaged in the battle tonight. I hope tonight somebody came to do battle tonight because you may not know it, but you're taking care of spiritual business in the house of the Lord tonight. When you lift up your hands, when you open up your mouth, when you leap for joy, when you run it out, when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you're taking care of spiritual business. You're preparing yourself for the battle when you get outside of these doors. And there is a battle. There is a devil that's going to be ready. And I got to go out of there. And I got to be have my armor on. I got to be prepared. I got to be ready. can be seated tonight. We're talking about taking care of spiritual business. It's important. It's important. I can't afford to miss a day of prayer. I know we get busy. I know alarm clocks don't go off at the right time. And we end up getting late, getting up late and things of that nature. All of these things happen or we forget to set the alarm. I know all of this, but we cannot neglect taking care of spiritual business because our lives depend, our souls depend on it. Our children's souls depend on it. The Bible tells us about those that did take care of, that took care of business. You'll read about a man by the name of Jehu. And the time came for him to fulfill the prophecy that he was going to do away with the house of Ahab. And you'll find out that when that time came, Jehu was fixed on the things of God. He was fixed on what he was supposed to take care of and what he was supposed to do. He wasn't distracted. He wasn't knocked off. Of course, they saw him coming and they said, um, it looks like Jehu because he driveth fiercely. And you'll find out that he came and he asked the young man, he said, you know, is thy heart as my heart is? And the young man said it is. He said, get in my chariot and see my zeal for the Lord. You know, it's good that when you have a, when you're zealous towards a good thing. This world that we live in is not zealous towards a good thing. They're zealous towards wickedness. They're zealous towards ungodliness. They're zealous towards everything that is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. But 
Paul said, it is good to be zealous about a good thing. I want to be zealous about the work of God tonight and about what's taking taking place here in Belgrade, Florida. I want to be zealous about that. I don't want to be zealous about the things of the world. I don't want to be zealous about the things of the sports world, but I want to be zealous about the kingdom of God. I want to be zealous about the things that are right and that are good in the eyes of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. The Bible tells us that he made his way into the city and he began to take care of spiritual business. He began to take care of business. You'll find out that Jezebel, as she saw Jehu come and she went and painted herself all up and fixed herself all up and thought that somehow that was going to knock Jehu off of course. And he asked them, he asked, there was eunuchs that was standing up, up there with her, and he asked her, he asked them, is you on my side? Are you on my side? And they said, we are. And he said, throw her down. I'm going to tell somebody, I think it's time that we cast down some things. There are some things that I believe with all of my heart that have exalted itself in the hearts of God's people. And it's time to take care of spiritual business tonight. And it's time to cast down some things. I believe that there's some young people that have saw some things that they shouldn't have seen. And those things have exalted itself up in your heart against the knowledge of God and I'm telling you it's time to cast those things down the Bible says that we cast down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God come on somebody cast down the world cast down the influence of the world and let God have his way in your life I feel the Holy Ghost in here I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, young people. I'm looking at some young people, and I can look in your eyes, and I know that it's been a long time since you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. It's been a long time since you've allowed God to have his way in your life, and I'm telling you, tonight's the night to let God fill you, to let God take care of some things, to cast some things down that have built itself up in your heart. You can be seated tonight. You can't fool Brother Lewis. Can't fool me. I've been there. I've sat on these pews right here. And I've been in your shoes. And I'm telling you, you want to take care of those things now. You want to cast those things down now. You want the Lord to have his way in your life and in your heart right now. You don't want to wait and say, I have time, because you'll find out that it only becomes harder and harder and harder. The more and more you put off, the harder it gets. I want you to know that tonight, this service is a night for you to take care of spiritual business and let God wash over your heart. Let God fill you with his spirit. Let God have his way in your life. Phineas was a young man, but he 
was also zealous about what was right and what was good. And he refused to allow the ungodliness that was taking place in that time to continue on. I don't know about anybody else, but I want the Bible says that after he did that, that God began to speak about him. And God said that because of what he's done, I will give him my covenant of peace. I don't know about anybody else, but I want God to make a covenant with me. I want him to make a covenant with my family. And in order for that to take place, I got to take care of what's not right. I can't allow ungodliness to remain around me. I can't allow the things of this world to continue to influence me and influence my thoughts, influence my life and how I, how I dress and how I think and how I act. Listen, I don't want that to affect me. I want the kingdom of God to affect me. Come on, young person. You don't want this world to affect you in Hollywood to motivate you. You want to be motivated by the things of God. You want to be motivated by Peter. You want to be motivated by Moses. You want to be motivated by Paul. Most of all, you want to be motivated by Jesus Christ. Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your hands. Open up your mouth. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Don't let things, don't let things go undone in your life. Come on, don't let prayer go undone in your life. Don't let the reading of the word go undone in your life, but you make it up in your heart. I'm going to take care of spiritual business. Come on, don't you let the ungodly flourish, but you look that spirit in its, in its eye and let it know that you're not going to, you're not going to reign amongst God's people. Come on, somebody, it's not just you. It's not just you. You may think you can handle it, but what about your children? What about your children? I'm telling you, they can't handle it, and they will be affected by it. They will be influenced by it, and not in a good way. Oh, come on, somebody, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, come on, I'm getting rid of it all. I'm getting rid of the world and everything that's in the world. The pride of life, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh. I'm cutting it all off. I'm consecrating myself unto you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. These altars are open. Come with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody. We're in a battle tonight. And in case you don't know it, the devil does not like you. And he wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your children. But do I have some people that are in the house tonight that are determined? I'm going to be about spiritual business. I'm not going to let it go neglected. I'm not going to let it go undone. But anything that would stop me from serving God with all of my heart, that would stop my children from flourishing, I'm going to cut it off. 
I'm going to do away with it because we got to have God's promises. We got to have the favor of God. We need God to look down upon us and smile upon us tonight and make provision for us and keep his hand of protection on us.